Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the McCarty Ministries podcast. Glad you guys are joining us today. Don't forget to go to wherever you listen to podcasts to rate and review us. Your feedback helps us reach more people. So please give us a five-star review or a thumbs up or whatever you need to do to help us get to more people. For the next few minutes, I want to talk to you about a very important topic. In fact, this topic is so important because it's a killer. It's something I'm 100% confident that you're struggling with, and it's something that I've struggled with too. In fact, this has always been a problem for people, ever since Cain and Abel, all the way back to the beginning of the Bible. But with today's social media reach, the problem has become an epidemic. Let me tell you a quick story. About a year ago, I decided to take a break from social media. I took the entire year off. No Instagram, no Facebook, no Twitter. In fact, I removed all of those apps from my phone. I even deactivated my Facebook account at the time. I was done. There were several reasons why I decided to do this. The first reason was because I felt like I was spending way too much time staring at my phone. Now, how did I realize this? Well, one evening, as I was sitting on the couch watching TV, my oldest daughter, Madeline, came up to me with my cell phone. She handed it to me, and she said, Here, Daddy, I thought you might need this. I had a mix of emotions. I was touched and proud of her because my sweet little girl was thinking of me and something that I needed. And I was also disgusted and disappointed in myself because I realized that I had been modeling a behavior in front of her. And that was a need for my phone and an addiction to it. Think about it. Madeline looked across the room and saw Daddy without his device in his hand and thought, well, something's not right here. Daddy always has his phone in his hand. That realization crushed me. So I took a break from social media as a way to get less face time with my phone. The other reason that I got off social media was because of the toxicity that was just all over it at the time. There was just way too much negativity. I found people arguing over politics. They'd be arguing over sports, arguing over entertainment personalities, and certainly at the time, they were all arguing over the COVID pandemic. I'm sure you've seen the same thing. Arguments about masks and whether they work or not. Arguments over the vaccine and if it's safe or not, and if it should be mandated or not. The list of negativity and arguing was just endless. I really, at the time, had missed the good old days of social media where people would just post pictures of their food and their pets and their babies. But for me, social media had turned into a war zone. So for these two reasons, the screen time and the negativity, I decided to get off of it. But if I'm to be honest with you today, there was one more aspect of social media that bothered me once in a while. This wasn't often. It was more occasional. And it was very subtle. I found myself scrolling through my feeds, observing my friends' posts, and would begin to do something very stupid. I started comparing myself and my life to theirs. Now, I know that this is a struggle for many of you. 
for some of you, the struggle is very real. It wasn't really that bad for me, but if I wasn't wise to it, it could have become a pretty big problem. You may have been there before. You may be there right now. You scroll through your feed and you see pictures and videos of your friends and you think things like this. Maybe they have nicer clothes than I do. Maybe they look better than I do. Wow, they take cooler vacations than I do. Boy, all my friends live a more adventurous life than I do. They're parasailing, and they're climbing mountains, and they're deep-sea diving, and they're doing all these amazing things and going amazing places while I'm just sitting here on my couch. Or maybe it's materialistic in nature. They have a nicer car than I do, or a bigger house than I do. The list can be endless. Another thing that happens as you're scrolling through is this idea of FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. You might see a video of your friends at the concert and wonder, why didn't they invite me? That looks like fun, and I'm missing it. Or maybe you see a picture from the party that everybody attended, and you're frustrated with yourself for having to go to work. You think about all the great memories that they're having that you're missing out on. Well, quick update on me as I bring my story about social media to a close. I did end up getting back on it a couple months ago. While I haven't changed my mind on the things I don't like about it, I learned I had to maintain a presence on those platforms, unfortunately. It's just the culture that we live in. I'm the author of several kids' books, and Mia and I have a ministry to run, so both of these things require that we stay engaged with our audiences on social media. So I've learned to manage my time on Facebook and Instagram and just really simply avoid the negativity. I've also become wise to that temptation to compare. So let's talk about comparison for just a second, and let's start with our verse for this episode. Our verse is 2 Corinthians 10, 12, and I want to read the voice translation. It says this, For we would never dare to compare ourselves with people who've based their worth on self-commendation. They check themselves against and compare themselves with one another. It just shows they don't have any sense. Our main points for this episode are, number one, comparison will cause you to either get into pride or jealousy. Number two, comparison is a killer. And number three, compare yourself to the call. Back to our verse, 2 Corinthians 10.12. When Paul wrote this verse, he was traveling around sharing the gospel message to churches. There were many other people doing the same thing as Paul at the same time. Some people were fans of Paul, and they even shared the same message he did. But others were in competition with him, and they were knocking on him and his message. As a result, these people that followed them and Paul, were comparing themselves to Paul. In fact, some people were following Paul. They would go to the same place he went right after he went there to argue what Paul had just preached. So some of these people not only disagreed with what he was teaching, but they started to believe that they were better, they were superior to Paul, and they made that point known. Hence, 2 Corinthians 10.12 where Paul says they check themselves against and compare themselves with one another, it just shows they don't have any sense. 
What Paul wrote then applies to us today. When you compare yourself to others, it doesn't make any sense. It's foolish to do. And one of the reasons for that is because you'll either end up in pride or jealousy when you do it. Let's get back to our social media analogy for just a second. When you scroll through your friend's social media and you see how they don't measure up to you, you can slide into pride. Maybe they don't have as many followers as you do, or maybe their posts don't get as many likes as yours do. If you're not careful, you can start to get the big head. You can start to think that you're better than them in some way, and that's a dangerous place to be. Remember what the Bible says about pride. It says that a hard fall comes after it. And believe me, you do not want to fall. Proverbs 16.18 says this, that pride precedes destruction. An arrogant spirit gives way to a nasty fall. So obviously, one of the ditches we can get into is pride, and we don't want to do that. But the other problem you can run into when you compare is that you can get into jealousy. It's really the opposite of that pride. Let's go back to scrolling through social media. This time, you see other people's lives, and instead of thinking you're better than they are, you actually start to feel inferior. Like I said before, you envy their clothes, their friends, their vacations, or whatever. A little secret, though, you should know is that whatever people post on social media, typically it's fake because they're posting the best of themselves. It's pretty rare that you see somebody post the struggles they're going through, the bad day that they had. Usually people make sure they look really good, sound really good, and are in an amazing place before they post. In fact, studies have shown that some people post things purposefully to make other people jealous. How sick is that? But here's the thing. When you begin comparing, you can slide into jealousy. As you see other people's lives, which are fake usually, you begin to think that they and everyone else is living a better life than you. That can lead you to feeling discouraged, and sometimes it can lead to jealousy. All of a sudden, you start wanting to have what they have. This, just like pride, is a dangerous trap because jealousy takes away your joy and it robs you from being grateful. Instead of being grateful for the life God's given you, you want what he's given someone else. Think about how insulting that is to God. This actually reminds me of sometimes how our girls are not grateful for what we've given them. Mia and I might work really hard on uh, setting up a great vacation, and we plan it, we prepare for it, we pack for it, we take the girls on it, and they're just miserable and act like they're not having a good time. It hurts our feelings because we've worked so hard to give them what they have, but they're ungrateful. Listen, you don't want to do that to God, which leads me to the second point. Comparison is a killer. Comparison's a killer because it can cause you to fall in one of two ditches, like we talked about, pride or jealousy. But comparison's also a killer because it will kill your confidence, your joy, your friendships, and ultimately your heart. Really, the worst example of how comparison can kill is when jealousy drives someone to actually kill another person. It's pretty rare, but in this crazy and sick world, it does happen. In fact, this worst example of how comparison can kill comes from a story in the Bible. We see the story of Cain and Abel in Genesis chapter 4. 
both of these brothers bring an offering. They bring a gift to God and they present it to him. And it says that the Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry and he looked dejected. Notice the anger and jealousy that comes from comparing. Further down in this story, it says that while they were in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. Did you hear that? Because of comparison and jealousy, Cain killed his brother, Abel. Comparison's a killer. Now, I'm pretty sure that just because you've been jealous before doesn't mean that you've killed anyone. But the point is that a deep enough anger and jealousy can lead to some pretty bad stuff. So again, I want to encourage you, stop comparing yourself to others. You say, Matt, what do I compare to then? Compare yourself to the call. Let me explain that in our final point. What do I mean by comparing yourself to the call? Well, in other words, compare yourself to what God has for you. He made you unique and special. He made you different than everybody else. There is no one on this planet like you. God gave you a unique set of gifts, talents, and personalities, and he packaged those all together into what makes you, you. Not only that, but he has a destination or a destiny for you. Depending on your season of life, this can include a number of things, like where you go to college, what career you're going to pursue, who you'll marry, how many kids you'll have, where you'll live, and so much more. So, for example, don't give in to the temptation to travel the world just because you saw that a friend did. Maybe God has grounded you at home to influence your hometown. Don't be in a rush to go to worship or ministry school because many of your friends are. You might not be called to ministry. You might not even be good at singing, and that's okay. If God didn't gift you with the ability to sing, it's because he gifted you in another way. Maybe he gifted you to be a graphic artist, or a doctor, or a pilot. Another example is, don't be in a rush to get married. Maybe it's not your time. Just because you keep seeing your friends post their amazing wedding photos doesn't mean that it's your turn. It's your turn when it's your turn. And maybe your friends are successful business owners and they're making gobs of money. If you're called to do that too, great, your day will come. But if not, find out what you're called to and compare yourself to that. In other words, ask the question, where am I at in what God's called me to do? Am I where God's planted me to be? Am I doing what God has called me to do, to be with who he's called me to be with and using the gifts he's equipped me with? When you compare yourself to the call, it will keep you from getting into pride, and it will certainly keep you from being jealous of others. It'll keep you from getting into pride because to follow God's call means that you're being humble. You're submitting to him and his will. And it will keep you from getting into jealousy because there's no need to be worried about what other people are doing or what other people have because you're focused on what you're doing and what you have. So let's wrap up and review. Our verse for this episode was 2 Corinthians 10:12, which said, For we would never dare to compare ourselves with people who have based their worth on self-commendation. They check themselves against and compare themselves with one another. It just shows they don't have any sense. 
and our main points for this episode are number one, comparison will cause you to either get into pride or jealousy. Number two, comparison is a killer. And number three, compare yourself to the call. Let me close with a prayer. Father, I pray for everyone listening to this right now. And I ask that you would show them what you've called them to. Show them the gifts and talents you've given them. Show them the destiny and the destination that you have for them. And remind them of where they're at in that call. Father, help them to see how proud you are of them and how much you love them so that they won't fall into that temptation of comparison. Help guard them against pride and jealousy. And help them, Lord, to fulfill and accomplish everything you've called them to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I hope that it's blessed you and encouraged you in some way. We just want to remind you that you can follow our ministry on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. All you have to do is search for McCarty Ministry. Make sure that you don't miss an episode of this podcast by subscribing to it wherever you listen. If the podcast has blessed you or encouraged you, then we'd love for you to share it with others on social media. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, or you can go to our website, McCartyMinistries.com. Also check that site out anyway, just to see who we are and what we're up to. And until next time, let's keep reaching the world for Jesus. Jesus.